Remember, uh, remember this guy, Louis Giglio? If Earth is a golf ball, you look at the whole universe, and God measures the whole universe and hands and hands. That's a big God. You know, we're not even a little, I have a little 72 distance on this golf ball. I mean, second up somewhere. And yet, He wants us to be still and take care of everything for us. So we got that going for us. Um, Really, it, it took me about two hours to get all this together, and I think it's also like sitting about two minutes. Not where we are today. Um, I guess the takeaway from the whole message is try to be still and wait for God, and He will work in our life. And I'm a fruit of that. So, um, with that, y'all, you take care.
And remember the thought, you know, I thought you that we are soldiers in King Emmanuel's army. And I want you to pick it up in Hebrews 10, verse 32, and we can read through 37. But recall the former days in which, after you were illuminated, and by the way, I'm reading out the New King James. You endured a great struggle with suffering, partly while you were made a spectacle both by reproaches and tribulations. And partly why you became companions of those who were so treated. For you had compassion on me in my chains and joyfully accepted the plundering of your goods, knowing that you have a better and an enduring possession for yourselves in heaven. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence as great reward, for you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. For yet a little while, he was coming and will come and will not perish. Did you notice the lifting of words here for a soldier of Jesus Christ? We need endurance. There's going to be a struggle. There's going to be reproach. There's going to be tribulation. And there's going to be a plundering of our goods. Soldiers, are you ready for that? Are we ready to give up all of our goods? Are we ready to be reproached in the name of Jesus? Are we willing to struggle daily against the enemy? Are we real soldiers for Jesus Christ? I guess I want to have one more scripture before I get where I really want to go, and that's second Timothy, I'm going to go back where we were. Uh, now we're going to the first chapter of second Timothy. And I'll pick it up in the twelfth verse. Remember we're talking about soldiers for Jesus Christ. And the twelfth verse says, For this reason I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and have persuaded that he is able to keep what I committed to him against that day. Notice the words that day. Hold fast the pattern of his words which you have heard from me in faithful love which in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed to you by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. This you know, that all those in Asia have turned away from me, among whom are Philippus and Hermas, Moses. The Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesimus, for he has distressed me and was not ashamed of my chains. But when he arrived at Rome, he sought me out very jealously and found me. The Lord grant to him that he may find mercy from the Lord in that day. There is that day. Amen. So join me this time, soldiers. When time is more, and at that time, we will stand before the Lord in that day, and we receive rewards according to our wealth. 
It is to those who have said that they have treasured in their zeal that Jesus Christ is Lord and Commander and Savior of my life. So I want to go now to the Gospels. And we're going to start in Matthew, the fourth chapter. I'm going to tell you where I am. This is the part of what we want this morning. I'm looking at it and I'm wondering where we are prophetically, and as I get older, I think about that more and more. And I really like understanding what's happening, and I, I read about all the politics and the geopolitics and all the things that are happening, and, and it's interesting because we'd like to know where we are, what's going to happen. And as I read through the New Testament in my daily reading, it struck me that Jesus had an awful lot to say to his people. And so what I want to go over the rest of the day, I want to look at the rest of this morning to look at what Jesus said to his foot soldiers who are going into war. That's you and me. What does he say? What does he instruct us to do? I don't need to know the whole plan, I need to know what he wants me to do. So let's just begin in Matthew 4. And we will start in the verse. And this is the third temptation of the devil with Jesus. And again, the devil took him up on a seemingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory and said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and him only. You shall serve. There's something that is exposed about the enemy here. And his tactic is that he will offer to us what is already God's. Can you think of anything that the devil offers? That really, truly, if it is sought for in the Lord Jesus Christ, it is many times better. And so the devil, we see a tactic here from the devil that we're going to be dealing with when Jesus is telling us here in this passage that the ultimate selfishness, the ultimate falsehood that comes from the devil is to give you something or He's been getting a little better on earth and the air and all those things. Well, wait a minute. It's all wrong. Everything is done. So whatever it is that the devil tempts you, young man, young lady, old man, old, old woman, whatever it may be, whatever he tempts you with, he is a liar. He does not have an offer. It belongs to God. Instructions to his foot soldiers and to me that are warring in the last days. He has a master plan for victory. In fact, that victory has already been won. But what my point this morning is what is our fault? So let's go to the book of Mark, and we're really going to stay there almost all the time. 
And I want to go through uh, several things that Mark records when Jesus spoke. Some of this will not be comfortable. Pretty so. Now, Mark 8, verse 34. When he had called the people to himself with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him, the Son of Man also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. I just want to say something this morning. And I know you know it, but you need to hear it. There is a price to pay for discipleship. We're going to look at it in a little bit. Yes, we are on the victorious side. Yes, all the glories and joys of heaven are might be ours. But in this life, there is a price to pay for discipleship. I know there's a healthy wealth of the gospel out there in all over the place. We're going to look at some things. This is not an easy thing. For my fellow soldiers this morning, I know some of you have paid the price. We'll talk about it in a little bit, maybe. You have paid price. You will pay more. It is not over. It's still coming. Until the Lord calls us home. Let's go to Mark, the ninth chapter, the next chapter. And I want you to begin reading the 33rd verse. <laughs> then he came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What was it you disputed amongst yourselves on the road? But they kept silent, for on the road they had disputed amongst themselves who had been And he sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, If anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all servants. Then he took a little child and sat in the midst of them, and when he had taken him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one of these little children in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him. The greatest, fiercest, most lethal warrior in King Emmanuel's army, a The world says you can be anything you want to be. But in Jesus' army, the Lord is helping you. Serve you and your people in all that you have. I believe you're a prayer this morning to place your path in service. They value the souls of others. 
This is truly a surface view. How bad how bad people need someone to guide you any more than yourself. The more we think about understanding what I just said. John Cruz. Mark 10, one of the next chapters. This is partially hard for me. So Jesus answers, this is our captain speaking. He's talking to people like you and me. So Jesus answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake and the gospel, who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands, with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life, with men who are first will be last and the last. We don't want to talk about Christians say, the Bible just guarantees you that you're going to have broken relationships. There's going to be people that we love. There's going to be people that have the same blood and have a future relationship. And then if you'll notice in this passage it says and when that happens there's also going to be persecution for the coming. This is the side of the gospel we need to understand. And even in good times of America right now, this is going on. Let alone when the final days come and the persecution towards him. There are times we're going to have to decide whether or not in the people we love we're going to stand with and defend them or we're going to stand with the people of God. I don't want to vote. This is what Jesus said. There's going to be some persecution to you for standing in.
Stephen, while they were killing him, said, Lord, lay, Lord, lay not your sins to suffer. If you have someone or a group of someone or whatever it is that has reproached your name, uh, has shamed you, has violated you, I don't know what it might be. I have no idea. I think there are times. There are times when I woke up in the middle of the night because there was a situation on me that was wrong. And I pray, Lord, may not be I did not have it in me emotionally to let go. But I pray that sin will not be laid. You have anyone today who's messed you up? Doesn't make any difference what it looks like. I'm going to suggest to you that we are a soldier of Jesus Christ. We need to have an experience this morning. We may not be reconciled, but I still love their soul. I'm going to let that. I know this was fulfilled somewhat in, in 
seven days he was in the midst of Peter. But I think this is the greater fulfillment you can give tonight. That's what I read this. I don't know if I have a right, that's what I understand. And this is just there's there's going to come. He said, because there's never been anything like it. For in those days there will be tribulation such as not been since the beginning of the creation of God's creation until this time, nor ever shall be. And unless the Lord has shortened those days, no flesh will be saved. But for the elect whom he chose, he shortened the days. Then, if anyone says to you, look here is Christ, or look here is Jesus, for he is there, do not believe it. For false Christ and false prophets will arise and show signs and wonders to deceive the possible even the elect. But take heed, see, I have told you all things before him. This is what I want out of We better be in communication. We better be. Or we're going to be deceived. How do we get to it? We get there. I think it's cool. How do we get there? We get there by spending time on our knees. How do we get there? By praying for one another. For bearing one another's burdens. For carrying the law of Christ. May have to pay the ultimate price in this life. Okay. Everything isn't going to be hunky dory like it's been in the United States of America for the last hundred years. It is not. If the word of God is true, and we believe it is completely, there is a time coming that we have never imagined or seen. And he's calling his people to be ready for that time. What a witness. What a testimony! Now, going to Mark 16. Now, we get a reading in the 15th verse. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. And he who does not believe will be condemned. These signs shall follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will take tongues. They will take out serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt you. And they will lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Those things have happened, they are still happening. Wherever the Holy Spirit sees the need and the opportunity, He will move according to His will. This is what I want out of it. Fellow soldiers, Lord, a soldier goes out to kill, but not this army. We go out. Lord, help me say Just one. This is not about down the road. This is living in the deep. The army of